This is Tiger Cats post game on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Well, if you were a boxing announcer, Michael Buffer, or UFC announcer, Bruce Buffer, you'd call this a unanimous decision victory for your Hamilton Tiger Cats. 13-8-13, improving to 8-8 eight eight on the season with a very impressive, if not the most impressive, victory of the season over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in a hostile territory. The crowd quiet by the end of this one. Bubba O'Neill and Andy Fantuz with you for Tiger Cats post game, and I'll tell you, Andy, uh, foot to the floor from the beginning of this game, from the opening snap, and it did not, and they were relentless. What an what an impressive total team game. Honestly, when you look at this, and you have 544 yards of offense, only punt the ball one time allow zero sacks against, create three sacks, five turnovers for, gave up the ball three times, but like you said, you had that explosion in the first half and just a, a, a little tiny lull at the start of the third quarter, but then some, some, like the finish that we saw was so impressive of this team from the from the offensive line push and the and James Butler running the ball and just continuing to pop the yards. James Butler, thirty touches in this game. You saw the defense continue to work hard and and have big hits and 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 uh, and exciting plays. The interception by Stavros comes to mind. The the three defensive plays in a row by Ja'Garrett Davis come to mind. Simone Lawrence had two sacks. uh, uh, Two sacks and five tackles. Just so impressive from the top down here. New quarterbacks, no offensive coordinator in the building. Like, I'm looking forward to talking to O and the outlook on this season is completely different. There's there's going to be a, ha- a lot of happy listeners right now. Well, yeah, I mean, there's going to be, and I would believe this, around the Canadian Football League after what they saw tonight, that all of a sudden the Tiger Cats are that sleepy team right now, the sleepy good team that people maybe have forgot about. So let's see. Like you said, I'm looking forward to talking and getting down to the locker room, which we will do here on Tiger Cats post game. We will talk to Coach O, player of the game, uh, our car star keys to victory review, uh, our catch of the game coming up. Uh, we'll go round table style and bring in the likes of RJ and Luke from the broadcast booth who, who are beaming as much as we are right now after a, a victory like that. But let's set up our catch of the game. It is time for the catch of the game presented by Fisherman friend fisherman's friend it works that is the honest truth now the situation was this early first quarter no one really expecting much 838 into that first quarter second down and eight situation hamilton operating from their own 12 yard line tiger cats on their own 12 it says second and eight Foley by Mitchell, play action to Butler, throws over the middle, it's a perfect pass, hits Tim White, now it is a foot race, four riders, they can't bring him down, he's down to the riders, 30 to 25 to 20, along the sideline, and finally, Derek Moncrief pushes him out of bounds, massive play, a great throw by Bo, it's a first down and more, presented by Active Green and Ross, the Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Wow, 83 yards to Tim White. What a beautiful, I mean, just a great angle on a post from the slot to the right side. 
over the top of Moncrief there. That's the under coverage and then splits two high safeties. Boy, that, that is a Bo Levi Mitchell throw that, that is playoff caliber. That was perfect timing and perfect space. And then Tim White with a very impressive move downfield to tack on an extra 40 yards on the end of that. You know, I'll tell you what I like about that play and, and, and that reception is that the throw was precision, but it was in Andy Fantu's area. And that's, that's, that's Andy Fantu's right there in, that, in your home and, and did exactly what you used to do. Uh, you know what it was, and you heard from Luke there, it, that was Bo Levi Mitchell is what it was. It was a, a, a drop back, a rhythm throw, and it was sort of that, that seam bender sort of, uh, sort of pass where as soon as you get past the undercovers, you just kind of get into that opening space and because the throw was on time, that is what allowed Tim White to redirect his, his, uh, his path immediately after the catch to avoid the first tackle and then just a crazy effort to kind of get away from four people in the middle of the field and turned out to be an 88 yard pickup, which is the third longest pickup in the whole league all season long on a catch reception. And uh, what an, an individual effort by Tim White, but the, the throw is what started it. Uh, uh, just just incredible. Let's bring in the likes of R.J. Broadhead in our Tiger Cats post-game discussion. And uh, R.J., I mean, you really have to be impressed with the attitude of this bunch. Uh, as I said, there was really no let up on this team and and I, I'm not going to say I was concerned but I think there has to be a concern that you played such a fine first half that there would be a drop off in the second half but this this if I may say they had them by the throats and didn't let them go yeah absolutely they did and I think that's part of the playoffs being on the horizon and they don't want to have any let up and they want to keep going I think the epitome of that was Matt Schultz they had a big lead, and he has a quarterback keeper and runs over two Rough Riders, doesn't slide, takes the hits, and actually dominates and gets extra yardage when the quarterback's doing that. He's coming back from an injury. This is second game action since, and that just tells you everything about the attitude of the Tiger Cats. Totally. The finish on these guys was just, it was so impressive. In that Matt Schultz play comes to mind, the, the effort by that, the offensive line just finishing their blocks on on when when we were it was the Butler the Butler show just piling on the yards but it was the offensive line downfield just continuing to work so hard and, and the excitement around the team you saw them crawling on the field doing the army crawl first down <laughs> things a number of times throughout this game uh, you, you saw them all get together and giving the first downs offensively on defense they were just swarming all over the place. I, I, think I, I liked I liked how you said that, RJ. Like that that was really the epitome of it. Was that Matthew Schultz run and, for the first down? And Luke, to me, that what I thought was so impressive offensively and even defensively, each player, at least each starter out there, I mean, got a big play and it had at some at sometimes a momentum changing play. But that was spread around everyone. It didn't matter who was throwing the football or who was making plays on defense. Yeah, you're right. Uh, defensively, especially, all that front rush, they were all uh, making it uncomfortable for Jake Dolagala at times. You had a, a, all those turn. Think back to every turnover, the turnover on downs. I think about Jameer Thurman's tackle in the backfield on that first turnover on downs. Just uh, outstanding effort. And you know, it's kind of like all these tight cat seasons. That we, it's always, you know, kind of, 
digging themselves out of a hole of the first half of the season. This year, you know, kind of was no different, but they have uh, they've found themselves. They they have a real identity. They're 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 uh, they're a no give up, uh, fight till the end kind of team now. Let's review your car star keys to victory, Andy. Let's run through those quickly. Number one was start fast, and wow, did they ever start <laughs> fast? This score was seven to two after the first quarter, and it was twenty-five to nine at half. But look, look, let's look at defensively first. These are the drive, the drives of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders: punt, punt, turnover on downs, punt, punt. Wow. That's how they start. That's how the defense started the game. Offensively, they drove down the field, but unfortunately, James Butler had that fumble on the first drive. But then it was, it was, uh, it was touchdown, and then they had. They had three other touchdowns in the, sorry, three touchdowns in that first half and a field goal. So um, including that explosive two-play drive for a touchdown by Bo Levi, and then right when Matthew Schultz came in, he threw two more in that first half. So start fast, definitely a, a big pass. Number two. Number two was a better starting field position. And even though the, the Rough Riders the, uh, kind of got into field goal range or right on the borderline, Ham Hamilton was able to kind of push them back and force them to punt, which which forced Hamilton to start deep in their own end zone a few times in the first half. But throughout the game, they continued to get first downs, flip the field, and ended up Hamilton starting on an average of their own 29, and Saskatchewan on an average, sorry, on an average of their own 39-yard line, and Saskatchewan on their average of their own 35-yard line. So they also won that. Got exclusive access to the coaching room. Time to check in with Coach Rolando Steinauer. Presented by Access Storage. Score a touchdown with affordable storage. Access Storage has flexible storage solutions at a store near you. Try four weeks free. Details at accessstorage.ca. Well, Coach Rolando Steinauer, I'll tell you, this was one of those victories that I'm sure as an as a organization, as a multiple coaching staff and yourself, you have to be pleased, as I brought up with the boys here just moments ago, everyone ate today. Everyone contributed, and that's got to be good for you to watch on the sidelines. Yeah, actually it was. You know, just all three phases. Uh, just couldn't be more proud, you know. And, uh, you know, the coaches, I mean, you said it, you know, if I just say it clean, it's the organization, right? It's just uh, couldn't be more proud. You know, it was great to have Bo back out there. I thought he did a great job. Matt Schiltz, unbelievable. Um, you know, battled a few injuries there and, uh, you know, turned the ball over, but we're able to, uh, you know, hold them and withstand and just not really let them get momentum. And it's tough. It's tough to play here. The crowd was loud, but you know, overall, we came out here on a mission to get a win, whether that was one point or however many we won by tonight. Um, at, you, you said it best, right? It was just all three phases. I thought they showed up and made plays. Coach, if you were to look at the, the season after the first third, there was a, kind of a situation in the quarterback room, and you mentioned Bo's performance tonight. You also have the performance of Matthew Schultz last week and this week, and you have Taylor Powell who came in and, and fit so well. Was it? Do you consider it at all of a, a blessing in disguise or a silver lining, I guess, that there was some, kind of some injuries, and, and now you have a situation where you have three guys that you feel confident in that can get wins? Uh, the quick answer is no. 
uh, you, you don't want to be in these situations. Uh, yeah, I'm extremely pleased to be where we're at now, considering everything that we went through, but would have loved to have had them the whole way uh, as it was going. But that wasn't the hand we were dealt. Um, we're, we were built for it internally. Uh, you know, externally, we know it always had to show up in the wind column. But, you know, we just do a great job of drowning out the noise and playing the next opponent on the schedule. Coach, you got the most offensive yards uh, of any game this season tonight, the most points of any game this season tonight. Obviously, an outstanding effort defensively as well. I suppose you got to feel like you're peaking at the right time. Well, you know, we, we, did, we did not play flawless out there, but we played well enough to win. And, um, yes, I'm not going to sit here and downplay that, you know, we've got a, a, an internal belief, um, but we've had that the whole time. And, you know, it's just I just want to enjoy this one, not put more stock in it than we have to. We got our two points and uh, we'll have a big opponent here this next week. Hey, coach, it's it's RJ. Just a quick one. Was was the plan to have uh, Bo just play the first quarter? Yeah, we had that plan internally. Uh, we knew he wasn't going to play any more than that. We were satisfied with what we saw. And James Butler getting to a, a thousand yards. Uh, maybe just talk about that accomplishment. I know I've enjoyed getting uh, getting to know him, but his play on the field uh, that, that's pretty impressive. A gritty performance by the old line and him. Um, ran the ball again when everybody knew we were going to run the ball. Um, just hats off to hats off to them. And, and listen, James works so dang hard that uh, you know I'm, I'm just happy that you know in a, in, the, in a team sport like this. When you get an individual um, record like that, I think it is important to recognize, but he'd be the first to pass the credit around. You know, Coach, it kind of comes out to us in the media less than 24 hours before. I'm sure you had a good idea that Scott Milanovic was not going to be there. A little bit about your offensive line coach, who, who called a great game, it appears. Called a fantastic game. We knew that this was going to be the case all week. Um, you know, it, Scott was exactly where he should be and where he needed to be, and that was with his family. And uh, it just we, so we were prepared for that. I thought the whole offensive staff, the whole staff in general, really rallied because there's a lot of things that go into it other than play calling. There's practice, there's prep, uh, there's game planning. Uh, just hats off to the whole staff. They did a fantastic job, and just uh, super proud of Mike. He wasn't, wasn't too big. Uh, the moment wasn't too big for him. Well, back home for practice, and the BC Lions are up next. And... Uh, as you said, the stakes just keep getting higher, and this team keeps uh, performing at a higher level. So congratulations on the victory. Uh, good flight home, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Did I mention to stick with us? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Okay, fellas. Hey, we'll see you guys back in Hamilton. Have a great night. All right, Coach Joe. <laughs> I love it. You got to love it. Hey, uh, well, let's take our time here. Let's uh, name our performer of the game, presented by Hercules Tire, right on our strength. We're going to go with James Butler. There was a lot of options tonight, but with 30 touches, 182 yards, I think, 182 right. total yards. Uh, and, and, and Coach said it the best that he he's certainly going to pass the credit on to his offensive line and the guys around him. But uh, a big milestone, first 1,000-yard rusher in years here at Hamilton. Uh, and just when you know when the other team knows you're going to run the ball and you still can run the ball and and, uh, and and still make plays that are hard to even believe when you're watching them like you think he's going to get tackled for a one yard gain perhaps and it just you see a burst and a, a broken tackle for a first down uh, just a continuously uh, impresses all of us here you know uh, Luke when did you become a tie cat? 
2013. Uh, Andy, when did you become Tega? 2012. Like, and to think, there has not been a 1,000-yard rusher, RJ, <laughs> since 2010 with DeAndre Cobb. And yeah. I'll tell you, James Butler, he'll be sharing this with his mom for sure. You know, I, I, I love it. He, <laughs> anytime you, you, you talk to JB and ask him about, you know, big game or the honor roll, he gets a big smile and said, hey, my mom will have something to talk to her co-workers about. <laughs> and that, that's, he, he, he just wants to make his mom happy, and he, he plays hard. That was... That was some tough running, and he's had some games. Like Coach O said it. Every team knows they're going to try to run the football, and he's doing 360s and 180s and cuts and going right into the heart of the defense and getting positive yards and gets to 1,000 yards, and, and that really opens things up. Omar Bayless, two touchdowns. You know, everybody's everybody's yeah. contributing. It's, it's just been really fun to watch, and back to 500 for the first time this season. Last time was before they kicked things off for game one, but they've worked hard. They've stuck with it. Coach O saying, stick with us. Back to 500. <laughs> Let's get down to the locker room and connect with number 19, Bo Levi Mitchell. This exclusive post-game interview is presented by Access Storage. Score a touchdown with affordable storage. Access Storage has flexible storage solutions at a store near you. Try four weeks free. Details at accessstorage.ca. Well, Bo Levi Mitchell, congratulations. Great to see you out there back on the football field. But I'll tell you what really impressed me. In your media availabilities this week, you didn't really want to talk too much about you getting back on the field. You were talking about this team playing great football at this time of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you guys are CFL fans, you know, I've lost I've lost two great cups to nine to two nine and nine teams. You know what I mean? Like the CFL, yes, you want to be the most talented team. Uh, and then next I'd say you want to be the hottest team going into the playoffs. So I know that uh, you know, we uh, obviously weren't gonna have the best record after the first, you know, six, eight weeks we had, but the most important thing what O kept kept preaching to us is just man, keep believing, find what we're doing and let's just get hot at the right time and uh, man, it's been coming together really well. So big shout out to Scott coming in and you know, changing things on the offense, and then just uh, you know, Coach Washington, the defense, just continuing to believe and, and build on their on their side. Special teams, you know, it's been amazing all year. So it's a, a big team thing. And I think the the nice thing is what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of different guys that are making plays every single week. It's not just the same the same guys. So I think that's a big thing for the playoffs. Yeah, Bo, congratulations. Certainly, it's a full team victory and. Uh, what we saw of you in the first quarter was a ryth the rhythm of your throws was more more like the Bolivar we've we've seen in the in the past. And I guess my question is, how did you feel out there? Um, Coach O said you can't put too much stock into one win. You got to enjoy it, but it, it is just two points, and you got to move on and get ready for next week. How did you feel today, and what can we expect from you uh, against BC? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh it, it, it's a credit to, to Owen, Scott, and these guys and their plan. I mean, the plan was to go out and play a quarter, and that's what we did. And, you know, I think they wanted me to come out and build confidence, uh, build confidence in the team, in me, um, and in myself to get back out there preparing for the starter and get beaten ready to go. Um, felt great, man. Uh, obviously, I would have loved to keep playing, but it was pretty nice watching number 18 cook out there. Matt, you know, we all know the guy can throw the ball. We all know he can run a little bit, but when he ran 42 over, that whole sideline, you know, <laughs> felt a little bit different. So, uh, man, I think the, the nice thing is we all believe in each other and we all love each other. And it's just uh, it's fun to watch anybody and see make a play in a lot of people. Bo, you've been around for a lot of seasons. You mentioned the two Grey Cups that did not go your way 
And as you know, as Andy and I know, we all can sense every team is different. Every year is different. Well, this year you guys had tons of adversity early on, especially uh, for, for in yourself with injuries, Matt Schiltz, you know, games lost that were close. And now you are getting hot at the right time. So how, how did this year's Hamilton Tiger Cats kind of figure out how to turn into a winning team at this point in the season? Man, just keep getting there and listen to what O is, is preaching to us. You know, he, he kept showing us the evidence of the good plays we were making and why we could be a winning team. And then showed us the bad plays that we were constantly making kind of in the beginning of the year. And a lot of them were more bad decisions, you know. So I think a lot of us, as we get up there and, and learn and, you know, you know, take the pride out of the door. Don't worry about that. Come in ready to learn, critique yourself. And when O puts that out there in front of everybody, we hold everybody in the team accountable. So um, I think once we've learned those things, we've gotten better from there. Every mistake we've made, you know, we're just going to continue to keep continuing to get better. Hey, Bo, it's RJ. Um, you've had four starts now, none at Tim Hortons Field. Are you looking forward to Friday? I am, man. I, I, I pushed as hard as I could to come back to the game so that I could uh, play at Tim Hortons Field at the first uh, game back. But uh, obviously, this was a smart decision by the training team and, and O and everything. So uh, I'm very excited to get out there in front of the fans, uh, you know, get the, get the showcase in front of them, and just uh, honestly get to play at home with teammates. You know, Bo, one of the things that yeah, I think you always love to see the guys on the sideline there and, and, and the you know, the, the union that you guys have together. I know what during your injury there, especially the longer one with the leg, you had some separation from the team. It's got to feel good to be back with the guys. Yeah, it does, man. I think, uh, you know, anytime you get surgery, you always question whether or not you're going to kind of be able to finish the year. So, you know, when the doctor gave me the good news that I'd be able to, you know, be back in eight weeks and possibly push it to six. Um, you know, definitely a lift of the spirits. And then I just I just kept my head down, kept working. But um, and the biggest thing is, like, getting to be on the sideline, be on the headset, listen to Scott talk, and kind of the way he was teaching Taylor Powell and, and watching his growth throughout that, you know, six, eight-game start that he had. Um, and it just it, it kind of reinvigorates you and, and gets you to understand and see the game in a different way. And I think it was, a, you know, a special process. And, and now when you look at us, you know, if you're looking at the quarterback room, um, you know, we're confident about it no matter what's in there. So I think that's a big thing for everybody on our defense, especially in offense, to understand that, you know, if something happens to me, something happens to Matt, something happens to Taylor, we've got guys that are ready to go. Well, it's been fun to say Bo's back, and it's good to see you get that victory. And on to the next one as you get a little bit closer to the playoffs. Enjoy the, the, the victory. Enjoy the time with the guys, and uh, safe flight back. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Y'all have a good one. Bo Levi Mitchell, a happy man, and uh, you know I've long said this. I, I I I've said it not on radio so much, but I do believe, I do believe that if this team are going to go the distance, number 19's got to be the guy. Well, you you can't beat that return. That one drive where they started from their own 12 and two passes later, one to Tim White, one to Omar Bayless, and they've got a touchdown. That was fantastic. Matt Schultz has come in. He's looked really good too. These two quarterbacks missed a lot of time. And they've both been really good. I, I think Friday will be a big game for Ball. I, I, I'm excited for him. I'm excited for the fans getting to finally see him. There was so much hype when he when he signed. It's crazy that he hasn't had a home start in the regular season. So I think Friday will be really exciting. Well, it's interesting that uh, we're going to be cheering for the for the Red Blacks tomorrow because if they <laughs> win that game, then uh, then you know that that Hamilton can win out and, and get that home playoff game. So. It's uh, hey, they were cheering for the Tiger Cats tonight, so <laughs> Tiger Cats can cheer for the Red Blacks on Monday. But even if even if Montreal wins tomorrow, it's still good that Hamilton plays first next week, so that we're gonna be playing for that home playoff game before we know 
if we need, uh, yeah. you know, before we know what Montreal happens next week. But either way, just Tycat's got to just keep improving. And uh, what a showing tonight. Perfect timing for it. Lots of optimism moving forward. Absolutely. I was just so encouraged by a season that has been so plagued with quarterback issues and just uh you know it took till the halfway point in the season till we had anything sort of encouraging it for quarterback play and that was taylor powell starting to come around and look really good uh and now you've got all three guys bo levi mitchell in his interview just mentioned that i mean now it's a room that where you you kind of can could count on any three of them and you have uh, all that all that all those options in front of you so yeah, just in every category, uh, they really are kind of peaking um, right here with two two games left in the regular season. You know what I thought was really cool, too, is that normally, and you guys know about this, when you go on the road, you generally just carry the two or three quarterbacks. They brought Taylor Powell with them. He was in street clothes, and he was there with the team enjoying this. Yeah, well, they, they he's part of this team. He's part of this adventure this year, and not just part of it, but part of the leadership of the team. And uh, so he had the headset on, kind of flip, kind of the opposite of what how Bo Levi was saying. He had the headset on, listening to uh, the discussions between the coaches and the quarterbacks. So um, I, I think it was appropriate to bring him, and uh, and now they come home, and they will we'll, uh, look forward to how that all shakes down next week. Well, the team that's coming here. <laughs> the BC Lions are going to be pretty angry football team. So we're looking forward to seeing Vernon Adams and his crew as they check in to the Tim Hortons field as well too. 38 to 13, your Hamilton Tiger Cats saving their best to last. What an outstanding effort as they get back to 8-8 eight and eight and are primed for the playoffs. Still a couple left to go. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the many hands that put together this broadcast on and off the, the, the radio. Andy Fantuz, RJ Broadhead, Luke Tasker, myself, will be back Friday night for Tiger Cats pregame presented by Greenworks as those Tiger Cats, your hometown Tiger Cats, host the BC Lions. Our broadcast starts at 6 p.m. We're streaming live at listen.ca.com and across the Tiger Cats audio network. Have yourself a lovely Thanksgiving with your family, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Good evening.